Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Last Week in Basketball. A recap of some of the most important storylines and highlights that happened this past seven days in the NBA. I am your co-host, Mowgli, and sitting next to me, as always, the man, the myth, the mouth. Welcome back, guys. The season has finally started. Yes, it has. One week in, Malv, and we've got one crazy season already, yes? A lot of storylines, <laughs> some good, some bad, most of them involving the Lakers. All of them, <laughs> in my book. I think that's what we have to do today, though. We're going to call an audible. Yes, it is the beginning of the season, but there's a lot of Lakers stuff, and we figured we should start the show with designated Lakers talk. All right, Malv. Everything is fine, right? This no. is fine. What are you talking about? You're the ones ringing in the sirens. Oh, my. You hear that? You hear that? As of this recording, the Lakers are 0-3. Breaking news. Malv, let's go ahead and make that 0-4 after the Lakers fall to the Denver Nuggets, 110-99. No Russell Westbrook in this game. But the problems were still there. Turnovers, no three-point shooting, no shooting at all, basically. LeBron James, 19 points, eight turnovers. Not a good way to start the Kings' 20th season and the Lakers' 75th. This whole idea that all you needed to do was remove Russell Westbrook from this team and they'd be good has proven false. So let's let the Brody slander chill for a little bit. But we're going to keep that alarm going. Back to Malvin Mowgli. Before the preseason, Malv, I like the challenge. I was looking forward to all of this stuff because, yes, it is a very tough first 10 games. Um, now we know how tough it is already. <laughs> yes. It's been really close, you know, and going back to this Portland game and you're talking about the decision-making, like, yes, guys, we have to go on the freaking uh, trendy train and, like, kind of talk about Westbrook, right? Like, he, he's not the main problem, but he's definitely a problem, correct? And one of it is that decision making going instead of going or he went for a two for one, but it was like 38 seconds, you know, left on the clock. And, you know, we ain't no basketball scholars or anything, but, you know, advice tells you, you know, milk the clock a bit down more. You're leading, you know, then defend because, you know, we'll talk about that later, but that's something we've been doing decently. What did Westbrook do? He, I think he goes up for the shot to show, like, I'm not scared to shoot. And, like, just looking at the body language from the your two other main stars, LeBron and AD, it's just, like, shock. And just, like, even they know, like, come on, fool. Like, what are you doing, <laughs> you know? With the three-point shooting as well, it's everyone. Um, abysmal. How many, how many <laughs> abysmal is the proper word. It, it's just they can't shoot a penny in the ocean, Malv. That's what's going on. They need shooters. They don't have shooters. This isn't a shooting team. I was telling you off air. I was like, the only trade I think that makes a little sense, and remember that Westbrook is on his final year of his deal, you need a Brody and Kyrie swap. Uh, that's what I was telling you. You're shaking your head right now. Oh, I need KD and LeBron swap, bro. <laughs> a KD and LeBron swap. That's what you're saying. Both of those teams are very parallel right now. They are both in win-now mode, underperforming, 
Kyrie opted into his final year of a $37 million deal with the Nets. Both Kyrie and LeBron know how to play with each other, and KD and Westbrook know how to play with each other. So that's another reason why I think a trade might be in that kind of realm. Have both those relationships melded? That's something to consider. I think Kyrie and LeBron seem like they have hashed it out. They have kind of uh, uh, they've made amends since their departures, whereas Durant and Westbrook, it still feels a bit uh, distant. Yeah, like it doesn't feel like they have real communication. Like they don't really care <laughs> either way, you know? Yeah. Uh, that's not the only problem though, Malf. <laughs> the shooting is another thing. During the Clippers game, it was like a six-point swing. Each time the Lakers missed a three-pointer, the Clippers came back and answered with their three of their own. It happened at least three times. No shooting. It was 0 for 18, right? Was something like that? They came back. Uh, um, weren't we leading in the fourth again in that uh, Clippers yeah, game? Yeah, Lonnie Walker. Like, did you see that dunk? Like, first of all, you fucked up not getting shooters, right? Like, that's the main problem. But again, this is one of those problems LeBron talks about that I feel like is his own problem started. You know, like... You know he asked for certain players to come in, and what does that entail? Yeah. You know, that entails shorter money allowed in certain years. You hey, know? side quest. We've got ourselves a side quest. LeBron James and the Lakers are currently not having the best season, and there's also a lot of parallels between uh, the NFL as well. Tom Brady and the Buccaneers and Aaron Rodgers and the Packers come to mind as well, where much is expected of these teams, and they are struggling. And there's a lot of reports out there, so it's just another thing that I wanted to point out. Uh, it's crazy. It's crazy because those shots, like I was saying, like they're decent looks. They did look like decent looks. Does it feel like they're forcing them? I mean, I mean, forcing gonna, the three, the three play. They're like, not that's defending. The people aren't defending them. So it's like you have to take those shots because otherwise, it's a bad basketball play. And then you got you know, no, 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 like like the Staples Center crowd is like, what do you do? You tell all these fools to just line up and we're just gonna do shooting drills for like a whole week straight? No, Malv. Even better. They're going to go ahead and get Will Smith as a motivational speaker so the Lakers can come out of this funk. Nah, 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 nah. Malvin Mowgli with you. It's Murphy's Law right now, Malv. Anything that can go wrong does go wrong. Uh, the Lakers are doing decent stuff, though, on the defensive end. Let me tell you this. They're currently, Lakers are currently first in the league in steals per game. I think 11.3. Getting in the passing lanes. Russell Westbrook played great defense in that game. It's not just on Westbrook. With the shooting, it's the entire roster, LeBron included. Yeah, it's wild, but it, it's Murphy's Law. Anything that can go wrong does go wrong. Um, hopefully, what goes up must come down. You know, vice versa. In this point, that's what I'm saying. This like, just, that's what I mean by forcing. Like, I get you're right. Like, you saw so many. Like, they just left, uh, especially during the Portland game, where they left Westbrook open, even left AD open a few times across. Like the, you know, I mean, not across the line, but you AD know, behind the line. Hurt, though. But, like, again, with just the shooting, you're right, though, but it's like, what do you do? It's like, these fools are professional, right? Like, don't they always say with professionals, like, the open shot is the easiest? So, like, why aren't you fucking dropping them? Like, uh, come on now, Lakers, go hire a fucking shooting coach. As Laker fans, we have this other, what would we call it, a minor trophy. Would you be happy with the Lakers just playing for LeBron this season? No. No, I wouldn't, and I think LeBron wouldn't be happy either. The, the The management wouldn't be happy either. I mean, if it gets worse. No, it, <laughs> right? Like it can't the, get any worse. How much worse can it get, Mal? Aiden, Aiden, no. Mal, oh, this is a this is a week eight. into the this is a week into the season, and we're already doing this. 
Yeah, I love it though. I love it. Everyone's on this right now. So like every show showing up to hate, you know, we're hating a little bit. But again, we're trying to be like, yo, there's some positives, but like I feel the Lakers, Rob Palinka, and LeBron is the leader. So like he needs to voice like how quickly this shit needs to finish or what we're doing this season. What did you think about Magic Johnson's comments regarding Russell Westbrook? I love what he did, right? Like I feel like Magic ha- Magic is doing what Magic does. He's being a great uh pol- politician. You know, he brings up the problem that, you know, like, yo, fool, this happens to all of us, right? My nickname was Tragic Magic before all this shit started. You know, before I had to go back on a tear and show everybody who I really am. But at the same time, it's like at Magic's, uh, you know, position, he had to be the number one, right? And in this, like, comment, I feel like he's telling what Russell Westbrook, like, you are an t- elite player, but you not you you may not have to be the number one player on this team, and you have to, you know, put your ego aside and like see what's fit for the team and how to win, and you know that's going to show everyone like who you are. I think he also wanted Russell Westbrook to uh, come out and just take accountability, but I don't know if he was really saying they should get rid of him. What did you say? What did you get? I wasn't getting those vibes because I'm saying, like, that's politician-y. But, like, I get what you're saying with the accepting responsibility. I feel like that's more, but I don't see Westbrook doing that. And even LeBron, he's uh, coming out and saying, I know what you guys are doing. (laughs) Uh, But you know he loves it, too. (laughs) That's, like, LeBron's like, you guys are trying to bait me. Politician. Uh, Yes, right? Politician LeBron. You have to. That's how you do it. But, again, because, like, he doesn't want to take full responsibility either, right? Because all of this set like starts with him and AD and this fucking so-called table dinner they had together where they spoke all this shit out, right? Like, I was iffy on this at the beginning, being like, how do you... So y'all just ate together and be like, you're for sure going to play this way. You're for sure, you know? And we see that's not working, right? And, like, LeBron, like, he hasn't fully accepted responsibility. Like, yo, I wanted this Westbrook thing to work. Yes, he, like I said, again, he is not the fucking whole thing, but accepting him started all this other things, right? Like, you weren't able to get or pay for or want to pay for better shooters because you already had this two years for a huge contract, right? Like, there's causation to things, you know? Russell Westbrook is not the main problem, right? Like you said, he's not the only one not shooting well, you know? He wasn't the only one the first game, at least, this season, throwing all the turnovers, you know? But he is a decision maker and one of the top three leaders on this team or the the top three players that demand respect, you know? I don't know what else more we can say. Uh, We know what the problems are. We'll see what they can do. I think it's time we move on to the next order of business, yes? Let's do it. It was opening week after all, Malv. (laughs) First game of the season, Philadelphia at Boston. A very nice Bill Russell tribute. Did you catch that? I did not. No. I, was... I like the jerseys. Oh, yes. Did you like them? Oh, yeah. The jerseys yeah. are fire. Yeah, those are the Bill Russell ones. Boston wins that game. The second game was the Lakers at the Golden State Warriors. Ring night, of course. <laughs> Jordan Poole was there. Andrew Wiggins was there. They both got extensions. Draymond hasn't gotten an extension yet. He ain't going uh, to told you. No extendo for him. Ooh. But the Golden State Warriors managed to pull that one off. Stephen Curry, another 30 for 30, right? Coming off a championship. Still hungry. 
despite all that and crazy drama in the organization the last like three weeks of the preseason, you know, like coming off like this, like you could have gave the Warriors a pass on the first night, right? Kind of like, ugh, they're dealing with the Draymond incident, you know, like, yeah, their head's probably not in the game, but no, fool, they're staying on fire. Like that's the kind of team and organization you want to be part of. Well, the next couple of games, Mal, if you had the Knicks versus the Memphis Grizzlies, Memphis survives that game in OT, but it was the Knicks. What an ending. Yes, who were clawing their way back into that game. 19-point deficit. Cam Reddish, nice three-pointer. Um, it was the Knicks and the ref, especially at the end <laughs> of that fourth right there. Jaw deserved that foul. would have been over. I like, the, I like the Knicks this year. I do like the Knicks. I like the fight. Get out of here. Um, uh, you also had another comeback that was an actual comeback. Dallas versus the Phoenix Suns, and the Suns do come back and win that. That was a rematch of their second-round series. So they really wanted that one. Favorite game so far? Ooh. Uh, the Pelicans versus the Nets, the opening beatdown. Like, Katie just had this sick-ass nasty dunk on your boy, Brandon Ingram. Like With his afro. It, it was just so nasty. Like, he came with fucking fire and just slammed that shit out of there. And, you know, that deserved a win. But they couldn't fucking do it. And the fucking Pelicans won. But for me, that just didn't, like, the energy because it was just the first game, you know, the second game of the night. But, like, just for, like, that part, you know, you're just like, ugh, like that energy. I loved it. I already know where you're going. I heard it already. Yes. I'm also <laughs> talking about the Brooklyn Nets, but this time against the Memphis Grizzlies. Ben Simmons also fouled out in this game uh, against the Grizzlies. He fouled out against that first game against the Pelicans, the Pelicans yeah. as well. So, uh, something to consider. But going back to this game, John Morant, 38 points. Eight rebounds, seven assists. Desmond Bain, 38 as well. And then you also had Kevin Durant, who dropped 37. And Kyrie, who also dropped 37. It was a shootout. Uh, it was sick. The Grizzlies end up winning that game. John Morant, I think, is my MVP favorite so far. What say you? You're an idiot if you don't put Dame Lillard as the current uh, beginning first week of the NBA season MVP, all right? He's also gone on a freaking scoring tear these last four games. Come on, like... 50-40-90 from Dame already on 33 points per game. Surprise contenders, anyone? Ooh, for this year? Yeah. Or for this... Uh, for for the season uh, so far. So far in this young season? I would say for me, honestly, is even though they're not on the top of the West right now, the Clippers might be deadly. That cyborg, his system might go fully on board. And, like, especially, like, I was watching with uh, pieces of the Laker in the Clipper game and just seeing how, and knowing that him and uh, PG haven't played that much. But they're fucking rolling, especially with the other players who fucking carry them the previous season. Like, I feel like the Clippers may be deadly. For the Clippers, you know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of Kawhi's time in Toronto. Don't say that. Yes. Shut up. But you know why, though, right? No, I don't want to hear you why. To, <laughs> this is dangerous, Mal. This That's is dangerous. That's what I'm saying. I don't want to yes. hear it. So, look, remember what happened with it's the October. Raptors. October. I don't want a scary story. <laughs> well, too bad. You're yeah. getting one. The Clippers. The scary Clippers. Gather round, children, for the Clippers might be the champions this season. Don't say it. A Lakers fan's worst nightmare. Jeez Louise, right? So, you're seeing this. Tell us the comparisons. Yes. Let the people know. The Toronto Raptors had already a culture, a foundation, an identity built in before Kawhi Leonard came in there. Clippers have shown that they were able to be pretty successful without Kawhi and Paul George for the most part. And, and the Toronto Raptors, uh, they had DeMar DeRozan as their piece. And then when they plugged in Kawhi, it led to a champion. So there's just some similar parallels there right now, very early on in the season. But 
It's definitely a little scary if it's you're a, a Laker fan. Well, it's a must-watch, you know, right? Like, keep your eyes on. V- very like, deep team. Ty Lu knows how to coach. Yeah. Uh, I had no idea Brian Shaw was in his coaching staff. No. Did oh, you see that? Why isn't he on the Lakers coaching staff? <laughs> What's going on? Bring back Phil Jackson, too, while you're at it. <laughs> well, that's that, Malv. I think we should move on to the next order of business. Let's talk about these New York teams. You have the New York Knicks and the Brooklyn Nets both battling for the best borough. Which arena would you rather go to? Come on now. It's the garden, yes? No. What? BK all day, fool. What, what do the Knicks have that make me want to go to a game right now? They got they got Julius Randle. They got Jalen Brunson. You got Cam Reddish hitting clutch threes. Uh, they're playing team basketball. Despite the loss, I like the way they came back uh, and made it a good game, competitive, against the Grizzlies. And look how good the Grizzlies are. Tom Thibodeau, he's always going to coach hard. Love Tibbs. Yeah, yeah. So um, That's the only thing I'll give to the Knicks. <laughs> Derek Rose, he's right there, too. So he's a nice OG vet. It just looks like they're playing team basketball. It looks like everyone's cutting. It, there's a lot of movement. Yeah, so th- they're a team to kind of watch right now. Uh, Too early. <laughs> Too early, Mowgli. The Nets, though. The Nets, there's a lot of pressure on them as well. So keep an eye on them. I think there's more pressure on the Nets to win. But there's more pressure on the Knicks to be successful because these last couple of seasons, that's why I wasn't totally with you. You're naming, like, Cam. You're naming, like, Randall. But, like... When Randolph was the fucking beast through two seasons ago, what happened at the end? Again, last season towards the playoffs at the end, they're breaking down. You know, like right now they've got the energy, but do they have it to sustain an 82-game season? And to be honest, I don't fucking feel that confident in the New York Knicks. I feel more confident in saying that the Brooklyn Nets will get more wins than the Nets this season. We'll see. We'll see about that one. I don't know how I feel yet. I think I might be leaning towards that as well. But as far as like the, um, I, yeah. The energy and culture, you're already yes. liking it. I'm like, liking it in the, in the garden. They got some nice soil in the garden right now. You know, they're planting something nice. Also, talking about season predictions, the NBA on TNT guys brought this up. Who will have the better season record-wise? The LA Lakers or the New Orleans Pelicans? Did you see that? With injuries or without injuries? As is. As is, as is Mal. <laughs> come Whoa. as you are. Come as you are. <laughs> I'm going to say the Lakers still pull out more wins. I feel like you know me and my unconfidence with Zion, and we'll talk about that in the injury well, reports. Zion. <laughs> you know? Yes, he's injured. Also, Brandon Ingram. Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert. Uh, both out right now. Concussion protocol but for But again, Ingram. for the Lakers, yeah. we have Mr. Glass, you know, so anything can go. He took a hard fall in that Clippers mm-hmm. game. The Laker fan in me is always going to choose the Lakers. We'll see what happens. All right. Moving on to the next order of business. The NBA on TNT members. Yes. <laughs> we stay in. All four of the NBA on TNT guys, uh, Ernie Johnson, Kenny Smith, Charles Barkley, Shaquille O'Neal, they've all agreed on extensions. And as for other news, according to a Mark Stein report, the Dallas Mavericks are planning to unveil a Dirk Nowitzki statue outside of their home arena the morning before their Christmas Day game, which is against the Lakers. Nah. <laughs> Why? Why? But no. <laughs> I love Dirk, it. Dirk deserves it. Yes, he does. Yeah, that's going to be, and it has to be his fucking shot. That shot is iconic, though. That's mm-hmm. sick. Really cool. I Hopefully, hopefully that's what it is. I'm it sure it has to be. It has yeah. to be. Come on. What else? Yeah, you're right. And as far as basketball documentaries, the Redeem team. So good. You saw it then? Yes, no shit, bro. First night drop. What'd you think? It was dope. And it should be called like Redeem Team, semicolon, Kobe's part. 
it's one of my favorite documentaries. I love that like LeBron and Wade produced this, you know. I I loved how they showed a lot of love towards him. And yeah, dude, if you guys love basketball, if you love drama and I'm I'm telling you this is like a little mini Mamba documentary. Like you get a little like piece of like his mentality and how it affected the other players on Team USA. So yeah, dude, check it out. It's really good. It, like I wanted more than one and a half hours. I needed like two and a half at least. The Redeem Team is currently streaming on Netflix. We hope you can catch it when you can. Okay, let's do the injured list. <laughs> Welcome to the injured list, where we recap recent player injuries as well as players returning from injuries. Malv, a lot of injuries to start the season off. The main one, Charlotte Hornets guard LaMelo Ball. He has missed the start of the season due to an ankle injury. Return time to be determined. Zion Williamson will miss his game against the Mavericks due to a hip injury. Brandon Ingram has been placed in the concussion protocol. And for the Bucks, just a Chris Middleton update. Uh, his wrist surgery, he won't be available for the first few weeks of the regular season. So uh, he's still on the bench. You got Pat Connaughton, three weeks with a right calf strain. Uh, and Joe Ingles, remember he had a very nasty injury yeah. When he was with the Jazz, uh, he is still going through rehab, available realistically sometime in January, according to Eric Nem of The Athletic. Can't forget the Lakers. Some nice injuries there, yeah? Thomas Bryant, Dennis Schroeder, still out for a little while. Schroeder suffered a finger injury in a preseason game versus the Kings. Uh, the Lakers were worried long-term about that finger injury. Turned out to be a thumb, and he will be sidelined for three to four weeks and also, another thumb injury, Thomas Bryant. He'll be reevaluated in three weeks. Another thing to consider, too, Miles Turner, one of the trade pieces, he is currently out with an ankle injury. So, uh, something to monitor. You know, however you feel about the trades. <laughs> right. You want the game. You want healthy, this one? You want, yeah, uh, yeah. You want healthy players involved. And Damian Lillard will miss one to two weeks with a calf injury. He suffered during the Trailblazers' loss to the Miami Heat. Get better, Dame. He was doing really nice to start the season. Get better. And finally, our Pacific Division talk. The Warriors, Draymond, he's not suspended. He's been fined. Uh, Jordan Poole got an extension. Andrew Wiggins got an extension. The All the Smoke crew, they head to the Bay. There's a Clay Thompson interview out. Have you caught that? No, I haven't watched it yet. I saw a little bit of it, uh, some highlights. He's still really upset about the uh, 3-1, the Kyrie oh, I shot. that one, yeah. Yeah. Let's move on to the Phoenix Suns. Devin Booker falling right now, averaging 32 points per game on 53% from the floor and 53% from the three. So he's getting buckets. Uh, nice little milestone for Chris Paul. He reaches 11,000 assists. Of all teams, it was against the Los Angeles Clippers. A lob to DeAndre Ayton, <laughs> not Jordan. And yes, that is how he reached his 11,000th assist. He now joins John Stockton and Jason Kidd as the only three players in NBA history to ever record 11,000 or more assists. Uh, and yes, not bad. a nice little parallels there, yes? Mm -hmm. Very parallel episode. What universe are we in? Earth 2. We're in the universe where the Lakers are still losing. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to the Kings. They're 0-4. Going to the Clippers. They got their eighth straight win versus the Lakers. That was their season opener. Uh, Kawhi came off the bench. And uh, yes, 
They look kind of scary. Potential. Potentially. And we mentioned Lakers talk earlier in this episode. That's how we started it off. Standout games to watch. Malv, what are you watching? The Lakers at, uh, versus Minnesota. I think that's more of a like barometer teller. I'm not going to say we should smash the Wolves, but I which that should be a win. We need to. Yeah, uh, I don't yeah, think we, the Wolves are are what they wanted to be. Also, because I was that's what I'm saying. Like I feel that's yeah. a barometer game for Laker fans. Yeah, yeah. You know, like if we completely fail, then 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 we need another episode where we have to ring a fourth, fifth bell. <laughs> Ring my bell, my bell. Uh, yeah, so that's what's going on. Uh, also on that Friday, the 28th, the Knicks versus the Bucks. We'll see if the Knicks are for real. Uh, but there's a lot of good basketball, a lot of good basketball. I was fortunate enough to get the NBA League Pass for 100 bucks. I, was, I think you get your bang for your buck. 100 bucks for all teams in the start of the season. Uh, very nice deal. I had to do it. Also, you have the Pelicans versus the Suns. Memphis and, at Utah. Memphis at Utah. Anything else you want to say before we take off? What a great start for the league as a whole. Not necessarily our franchise, but hey, man, it's looking like really good basketball. Very nice basketball. Very competitive. Kind of feels balanced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, so we'll see what happens there. And that is going to conclude our opening week episode of Last Week in Basketball. We hope you had a blast listening. We always have a blast recording. Questions, comments, anything like that. Feel free to email us at malvinmogley at gmail.com. Subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcast. And one more thing, follow us on social media, will you? At malv underscore n underscore mowgli. Malv, any spooky plans? I'm going to go see Crystal Castle. You guys should join. And Alice Glass, let's have fun. What about you? Ooh, man, Crystal Castle would be sick, dude. I might go to a couple Halloween parties. I still don't know yet. Uh, as for Halloween itself, it is on a Monday. We'll see what I do that day. Tell the people to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> right? Meet me in the alternate universe. <laughs> Lakers! Do something. Win!